Welcome to the Pete Slevin Fitness Podcast, where we discuss all things fitness, health, and well-being with your host, Pete Slevin. Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Pete Slevin Fitness Podcast. A massive thank you to each and every one of you who have tuned into the series so far. Hope you're enjoying it and getting plenty from it. Today's episode is a Q&A format. So some questions that I've received from my social media platforms, uh, mainly Instagram and Facebook. Uh, so if you're not already following me on those, uh, Pete Slevin Fitness. So the first question is, how can I be more consistent with my training and nutrition? It's hard to stay consistent. Uh, no matter what level you're at, life gets in the way. Either work commitments, family commitments, week to week, things are going to get in the way that can upset our training and nutrition. The important thing is to find a training program and a nutritional program that fits into your lifestyle. So one that you can adapt to and one that is uh, aimed towards your goal and getting you towards your goal. If it's fitting around your lifestyle, you're going to sustain it better. Um, so for example, if you're a stay-at-home parent doing a home workout, it's going to be easier and less time consuming perhaps than getting to a gym and all that entails, travelling to a gym, etc. You'll maybe be able to squeeze in a workout while the kids are asleep or indeed they may even join in with you. Similarly, perhaps you're busy at work, maybe you travel away a lot and uh, you're living out of a suitcase, staying in hotels, doing some sort of workout in the hotel room, some kind of high intensity workout in the hotel room may suit you better uh, than trying to find or source uh, a gym. Also, we all have busy lifestyles. There's no need to be stuck in a gym for one and a half hours or two hours, you know, 45 minutes to an hour is max a lot of the workouts that you'll see on my instagram wall or uh, people who are on my on online program the, the workouts are going to be over within 50 minutes uh, to an hour and everything's set out so they know what they're doing when they go into the gym they're not looking around and second guessing what they're going to do next uh, they just go in follow the program and they get it done uh, within that hour and this is a big factor also. If you know beforehand what the workout entails or what you're going to do, that's going to be a factor in keeping you consistent towards your training because uh, you know exactly what you have to do. You don't have to sit and look up on Instagram or look up on the internet what exercises to do next. So if getting to the gym is a, a problem for you, um, what you could do is do a high-intensity home workout where you're getting your heart rate up to 70% plus of your maximum heart rate, uh, so you're in that fat-burning zone. Now, if you want to work out what your maximum heart rate is, take the number 220 minus your age, and that's your maximum heart rate, and then what you want to do is get 70% of that or more so that you're in your fat-burning zone. All right, then... Uh, what you want to do is tear down the muscle fibres through some sort of resistance training uh, and this will help elevate metabolism. Now resistance training doesn't have to be performed in a gym, doesn't require big squat racks or anything like that. Resistance training can be body body weight exercises. 
anything that's putting stress and tension on the muscles. So for example, with regards to my online programs, just as we do with nutrition, it's individualized in the sense that for every person we refine it and we change things up to make sure it fits with their goals and it's going to allow them uh, to sustain it in the long term. So with regards to training, I've had to change the training program to suit stay-at-home mums or businessmen who are working out of hotels who aren't going to get to the gym. We've changed exercises around whereby there's no equipment involved or minimal equipment if you like and we're using body weight exercises so you've got the likes of your uh, press-ups you're using dips you can do dips off the side of your bed of a sofa of a seat and um, we're using squats whereas they're just using their body weight and um, now some have uh, purchased resistance bands which are well priced they're, they're very cheap and easily stored away so if you are traveling you can take them with you and they're great for using uh, for home workouts so they're just going to give you that added resistance uh, they're going to probably tear down more muscle fibers for you and with these you can nearly do every exercise under the sun uh, you can do your curls you can do your squats you can uh, rows everything your deadlifts everything can be achieved with a resistance band um, so there's no excuse for not getting uh, a good workout in for example I'm I'm just recently back from Spain and I just took two res resistance bands with me and I was able to do workouts even on the beach um, I wasn't able to get to a gym but I still trained three or four times and the only equipment as I said I had was the resistance bands and my Apple watch which I use for a timer uh, and also the good thing with it is it has the heart rate monitor uh, so I was able to make sure I was definitely in that uh, fat burning zone. Other watches will do this as well, the likes of your Fitbits but you don't have to use a watch or need a watch to tell you uh, how hard you're working. Uh, you can use uh, the RPE uh, format which is the which is the rated perceived exertion scale uh, and basically what it is is a scale from 0 to 10 with 0 and 1 being barely out of bed if you like and 9 and 10 flat out so if you want to be in the fat burning zone you want to be 7, 8, 9 out of 10 and again 30 minutes, 40 minutes is more than enough if you're exerting yourself three and four to sessions a week so these little hacks should help with trying to keep your training uh, in check and uh, as I say you don't have to travel to a gym you can do this at home or in your hotel uh, just anything to get moving 30-40 minutes in a day so with regards to staying on track with your nutrition I find a lot of people stay on track or can stay on track Monday to Friday and then it's the weekend where they fall down uh, and go off the wagon. First thing I get my clients to do is try and eat more consistently uh, and by that I mean eating every two to three hours. Uh, this is going to help keep your blood sugar levels stable which is going to keep cravings at bay as well as give you energy which is going to help you with your, your training then as well. Again, it's what works best for you and what works around your uh, 
timeline uh, but a lot of my clients I would try and get them eating breakfast snack lunch snack dinner snack so they're eating about six meals in a day and that probably equates to about every two to three hours it also helps get you into a bit of a routine and if you can keep that routine going at the weekend it's going to help you in the long term Uh, you'll not fall off the wagon as such also if you can try and train at the weekend Um, I find this is a good tip because if you're going to train at the weekend the likelihood is you're going to get your breakfast on point and then you're going to get probably a pre-workout in before you train then you're going to get your post-workout meal right so there's three meals already that you've got right so it's setting you up for a good part of the day whereas on the flip side of that if you're to start the day off badly so say skip breakfast and then you let your blood sugar levels get low you'll probably end up snacking because that's what happens when your blood sugar levels get low uh, you get cravings and you'll start to make bad choices and then you'll probably hit the fuck it button you've had one bad meal then that leads to the next bad meal and it's just a cycle which will happen on the Saturday probably roll into the Sunday and then come Monday you're feeling guilty or you're feeling bad about yourself because of the weekend that you've had so you end up probably starving yourself the Monday and the Tuesday you sort of get back in the line on the Wednesday and then before you know it we're back to the weekend and we're going through the same cycle again so it's really all about consistency so you want to be training consistently well like you don't have to every session doesn't have to be a 9 out of 10 but as long as you're if you're doing 3-4 sessions in a week um, as I say they can be those home workouts gym workouts whatever um, as long as you're moving and then you're eating reasonably well for 80% of the week um, you know those wee slips at the weekend or whatever uh, they're not going to have as much as uh, an impact whereby if you go 2-3 days uh, of eating bad or, or not training so try to eat every 2-3 to three hours and I'm a big fan of that 80-20 rule if you can eat reasonably well for 80% of the day then you've got 20% to play around with and not feel guilty about and not fall off the wagon training at the weekend uh, can help as well because uh, you can become bored and if you're bored you're likely to be out of routine and structure and then end up picking up uh, snacks and bad food choices if you're getting the monday to friday perfect then you can be more lenient at the weekend it's when you go totally overboard and then come monday you feel horrible and it takes to about wednesday to get back on track and as i say you're back at the weekend and it's just the same routine then that's going to be a recipe for disaster uh, so Try and get a strategy in place and a bit of structure and that should help uh, keep your training and nutrition uh, consistent. And uh, if you feel like you're struggling, DM me, message me. I've online programs there that will help out with home workouts, etc. So the next question is how to get a six pack and abs. This is a question that comes in uh, every now and again. On my Instagram, it's probably the most asked question. Um, well, first thing is, if your body fat's too high, you're not going to see your abs. You'll not get that flat tummy. Majority of people have abs, it's just covered with body fat. You can still train abs before you lose your body fat, and I would definitely recommend doing this. 
it's only going to speed up the process for you and the plus side of it is you're going to develop and strengthen your abs underneath the body fat so rather than waiting to get your body fat down and then focus on them I would still train them regardless of what percentage your body fat is also if you're a mum out there and you've had kids and you've a bit of a belly bulge just follow the same principles that I'm going to mention here um, but just be more patient and consistent and make sure you have your hormones balanced again etc so the big thing with getting that visible six pack and abs is your nutrition 80% of it is probably down to nutrition so stick with clean whole foods this is going to fast track the process cut out all those processed foods and your takeaways this is all reducing your chances of getting that body fat down problem with processed foods is the additives the, the likes of the refined sugars and the preservatives that are put into them to give them that longer shelf life and enhance their taste on top of that there's the removal of vitamins and minerals that are brilliant for your body so if you're eating processed foods you're going to miss out on all that the additives and the preservatives are then causing your body uh, more work and it's going to slow down that process of reducing your body's fat so put it like this your body's having to deal with these foreign ingredients and it finds it difficult to recognize what these ingredients are and so it's wasting a lot of energy and time trying to work out what to do with these so now all of a sudden the process of fat loss or indeed muscle building whatever is on the back burner as your body is trying to work out what to do with these foreign ingredients fat loss and muscle building is not a priority now to the body as it's dealing with these invaders if you like and trying to break them down so very simply eliminating processed foods is going to help your body and put your body in a better state of reducing body fat and building muscle also eating processed foods and takeaways it's going to cause you uh, cause you to have cravings which is just going to play havoc with your nutrition so if you can eliminate eliminate these cravings and prevent yourself from making bad food choices then it's only going to speed up your journey in getting visible abs if you're getting cravings then that's a good sign there's probably something off in your uh, nutrition or in your body sweeteners are mimicking insulin in your brain so your body's going to crave those sugary foods so that would be the first thing I would do, cut out processed foods and make sure your nutrition has plenty of whole foods in it. The second thing is then uh, going to be meal timings. Uh, I mentioned this in the previous question. Uh, I recommend eating every two to three hours. This is going to stabilise those blood sugar levels and keep your energy levels up. So it doesn't have to be big meals. So as I said, breakfast, snack, lunch, snack dinner snack and small snacks maybe even amino acids uh, a protein shake this will all keep cravings at bay uh, and this will help you stay within your calorie deficit or maintenance target uh, whatever uh, your target is it's going to keep you on track the next big thing then obviously is going to be your protein intake uh, particularly uh, after your workouts um, during workouts I would use branched chain amino acids and then always have a post-workout uh, whey protein shake this is a great way of uh, effectively getting uh, amino acids into the body 
and the, probably the most efficient way of getting the amino acids which you know the building blocks of your protein which are going to help with the repairing and recovery of uh, your muscle fibers um, that you've torn and broken down in your gym session they're also going to help with the immune system and uh, your energy levels also if you're implementing complete protein sources in your diet and by that I mean your your chicken, your turkey, your lean beef, etc. These these are filled with essential amino acids. These are the amino acids our bodies uh, can't produce, and we need to get it from our diet. Uh, so if we're implementing them into our diet, then that's only going to benefit us. And protein, uh, the great thing about protein is um, it elevates your body's metabolism when you eat it, and it burns more calories processing it than the likes of carbs and fats. So uh, it's giving you the same amount of calories per gram as carbs, but your body burns more having to process it. So you're getting more bang for your buck. Then it's all about your, your training then uh, to get your abs. Uh, so you've got to train it. Make sure you're targeting those abs. Uh, a mistake people often make is they train their abs at the end of their sessions. I still do this at the minute, but that's because the abs aren't one of my goals. Uh, at the minute um, but if getting a six pack and visible abs is your goal uh, maybe you've got a holiday coming up or a photo shoot or something well then I would definitely train abs at the start of my session when I'm fresh rather than at the end when you're tired and fatigued if you're training your abs when you're fresh you're going to feel uh, those contractions better you're going to be able to contract the muscle better also find the exercises that work best for you uh, so you know you might feel uh, a setup better than uh, Joe next to you or Mary next to you I know myself um, I don't really get a lot from sit-ups but give me leg raises or something like that or planks on a swish ball and I can really feel the muscle contracting um, and by the next day I don't even want to laugh because uh, my abs are that sore so find the two or three exercises that you feel you're getting the most out of and then double down on that also it's probably a, a good tip to mix up uh, your exercises so have some isometric moves in there uh, and some dynamic movements so for example uh, an isometric move would be the likes of your plank holes um, so the joints aren't moving as such uh, your muscles contracting but the joints aren't moving then an example of your dynamic movements would be the likes of a, a hanging leg raise or a, a mountain climber and just make sure i know it sounds simple but make sure you're feeling it in your abs uh, you know you don't want to be working your back or your hip flexors or your neck uh, you want to feel every rep in that uh, abdominal area so your obliques your rectus and transverse uh, transverse uh, abdominis contracting and squeezing them and really feel every rep uh, and just find out what works well for you and what you feel you're responding to and really double down on that uh, you could do some high reps on them or timed intervals anything uh, and just make sure you're feeling every rep so you might want to add some supplements uh, particularly if you're not getting from your nutrition but um, just like I, I said at the start you aren't going to see those abs if your body fat isn't low enough so I would definitely get my nutrition and my training on point uh, and make sure they're focused towards your goals 
uh, and then you could possibly look at uh, adding in some supplements uh, which could help aid you and uh, enable you to get that extra 5-10%. Um, I mentioned a few in the, I think it was the first episode of the podcast series, um, there are certain supplements that will help speed up fat loss uh, safely. Um, I don't promote or encourage anybody to take fat burners. Uh, I never have and I never will. However, very quickly, uh, if you want to check out episode one, I'll probably go into them in a bit more detail. But uh, three supplements that I would uh, take or recommend for fat loss are the likes of caffeine. Very simple one, but uh, caffeine, taking it before your workout. Uh, this could be from a cup of black coffee. Um, don't be going to Starbucks or anywhere like that and adding milks and sugars. Uh, a black coffee, or you can buy uh, caffeine tablets online. Um, green tea extract is another one. This is going to spike metabolism. Uh, and another uh, supplement you could use is L-carnitine tartrate, which uh, is very much uh, like caffeine. And it's going to help push fat cells into the mitochondria, which can then be used as fuel. So that's some uh, guidance and tips that I would implement in order to get uh, visible abs and a six-pack. So next question is then, uh, what is the best cardio system? Do you prefer high intensity or less? This one came in on my Instagram uh, the other day. Um, it's really context dependent. Uh, it depends on your program, your nutrition, uh, what goals you have. Um, there's no one size fits all. I'm a fan of uh, finisher style workouts, circuit style workouts for cardio. Uh, they tend to get your heart rate up and spike metabolism, which is always good for fat loss. Um, both systems uh, work great. You probably get more bang for your buck with uh, HIT and it probably will uh, help preserve muscle mass uh, better than uh, a less session and you're going to burn more calories um, because your your heart rate is elevated and having to work harder. The positive aspect of HIT is because of your uh, because you're able to burn more calories technically you could eat more calories because of this so you're able to eat more um, but this is good too um, it's probably better if you're in a deficit and you have your calories on point um, this will work well for fat loss um, it utilizes fat for energy uh, because your calories are low uh, and you have low body fat um, so it probably is going to be geared towards someone uh, who uh, is on low calories uh, with my clients, however, I don't like dropping calories low. Uh, in fact, I don't think I've ever dropped anywhere below uh, 1,300 calories or so. Um, so because of that, um, I like to keep my clients up around their maintenance level and then let them obtain a, a calorie deficit from their training. Um, so because of that, I'm probably uh, more inclined to do uh, a hit rather than less and if your calories are low, um, the likelihood is you you wouldn't be able to sustain a a, a hit session, um, whereby you'd be able to uh, sustain a, a low intensity steady state session. 
but as I said, perhaps you're prepping for a show or a photo shoot, so you're going to be in low calories, then I would say less will be uh, more suitable for you. Um, but if uh, muscle building, fat loss or, or toning is uh, something that you're aiming towards, I would definitely opt for a high intensity session. In a high intensity session, uh, the likelihood is that your your heart rate is going to be working uh, at sort of in that 80-90% of your maximum heart rate zone uh, compared to a less session where you're probably going to be up in around that 70% plus of your maximum heart rate. There's also other cardio uh, systems that you could play about with, um, the likes of you know resistance style, higher volume, body weight exercises. You know, a cardio system is anything that's elevating your heart rate. So, for example, um, you could have uh, someone doing twenty five reps of push ups followed by twenty five reps of box jumps, uh, and do four sets of that. You know that's really going to get the the heart rate going. Um, there's a bit of resistance involved, so you're turning down those muscle fibers, so you're speeding up metabolism, um, which is going to speed up fat loss. Um, you can also technically build muscle as well if you're eating enough calories, getting enough amino acids in, etc., uh, to promote that uh, growth. But just adding in uh, wee circuits or finishers or some kind of resistance day training and getting your heart rate elevated uh, is a great hack um, to getting a bit of cardio in at the end of your sessions. So really there's uh, no one size fits all. It's just what's in line with your goals and what works best for you. Um, but as I said, I'd be more inclined to go with HIT. Um, it takes less time. But as I said at the start, if your calories are low, maybe uh, less is going to be better for you. So that's it for today's episode. Uh, once again, I hope you get something from it. Um, that's my main aim. I can just help someone along the line. If you want to get in touch with me, DM me, email me, uh, Pete at Pete'sLemonFitness.com. You'll get me on Instagram, Pete'sLemonFitness. I'm also on Facebook and Snapchat. But if there's anything I can help you with uh, regarding your training, your nutrition, just dm me i always get back to everybody um i've plenty of tools there with regards to online programs meal plans etc um but do get in touch and uh, we'll see you next week for another episode